Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> so, welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. My name is Brian. My name is Art. I'm Lane. Why are you so uh, lethargic, Art? Uh, yeah, what's I up? was actually eyeballing those uh, Nature Valley granola bars know, in the corner. Did you I just eat? Uh, that was like seven hours ago, Warren. <laughs> Would really you like one? Not. I kind of want one. I'll keep it low key. Okay, how about this? <laughs> Nature's Valley or oh, some granola bar. They usually have chocolate chips. Hey, hey, how many chewy. Chewy chewy bars. Quaker. Yep. Chewy Ooh, Quaker. Chewy Quakers are good. You like a good chewy Quake. Oh, but I like a nice um brittle like the Nature Valley. I'm the not doubles. asking for your opinions on that. Okay. I am saying beef jerky bites instead of chocolate chips. Give me a break. <laughs> First of all, it's it, happening right now. He's an idiot. It should no. be. I almost bought him mangoes for the rally instead of jerky. Just to fuck him. Oh, dry Cause mangoes? Because he said they were better than jerky. No, I said they were on par. <laughs> yeah. So they're on par. Lane. That's ridiculous. Um, You might be onto something if you go with maple chips, like chocolate chips with maple. Okay. With bacon. Bacon maple chips. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Down. Now, you, granola, now you got me. Granola bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Protein? Yeah. Salt, sweet, savory. Dude, I am surprised that million-dollar idea has not been capitalized on yet. God, so I have had a, I have had a chocolate bar with jerky in it. DWA bacon yeah, bars. I've had that. I've had not that, Not great. I've also had it with... Uh, Bacon's good. With pepper in it. I've had that. Yeah. Right. We, we, do, we are talking about this topic too much, I think. I don't think so. If no. you want to send us beef jerky or chocolate or yeah, bacon... Yeah. Uh, DM us. DM us. Or just send it to... Um, well, just just DM us. Yeah, we'll, we'll send we'll set you up. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> nothing. You're just eating. You're just very uh, podcast. You're very trusting. That's all I have to say. Oh, Lane was just gonna throw out his home. What's address. gonna happen, dude? <laughs> jerky is gonna arrive at the house. <laughs> yeah, then I'll have jerky. What's bad about that? Yeah, could be awful turkey jerky, and then we're gonna do with all that. Could be anthrax in your jerky. That's so, true. Or anthrax a, CD. <laughs> Um, yeah, so anyways. You said millionaire idea. Have you tried the millionaire bacon in San Francisco? That's such a fucking bullshit thing. Thank you, Brian. Well, but... Yes, I have, you actually. Have, okay, I you have, have been a, a stupid San Francisco hipster for a little bit. What is yeah. it? Or I've hung out with them. With them. It's just, it's just freaking bacon that they charge way overcharged for, and they just put all this frilly stuff on it. Frilly? They, like, bake it and, like, yeah. some, like, uh, you know, brown sugar or something. I don't right. know what they do. You're look on the how, right track. By the way, look how offended Art is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think it's... You're the uh, hipster I was talking about. Art is wearing a beret right now, <laughs> and he has a thin pencil mustache. I did have to take my muffler off, because it's a little hot in here. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, it is. It's baked with um, either maple or brown sugar. I and just they get offended by little... people who come up with these fads just to embezzle money out of my wallet. Capital, oh, capitalize. <laughs> a little cayenne pepper on top. So good. My wife used Whatever. to Whatever. I'm down. I'm down. It was, it was I'm sure it's good. I'll give Big it that. Yeah. I just... Oh, here's the thing. It's a whole deal where they have the t-shirts to talk about it. Oh, like the bacon And the branded, so, yeah. branded millionaires bacon. And it's like, God, shut up. You're <laughs> freaking San Francisco millionaires. Please, well, even the whole bacon that. thing these days, like people were like, can't go wrong with bacon. I know. It's like... 
And then they're dead in the casket. I thought you were going to go the other route with that and talk about avocado toast, how that's kind of blown up. And like, by the way, that's fucking old news. I know it is. I've been eating that shit my whole life. But I just like that it's talk about overpriced. You know, like it's like $15 for toast with avocado and a little. Dude, I'll drive down the coast. It's like five avocados for a dollar. By the way, there's nowhere is it $15. Dude, I think it's 30 Thirteen down the street, I think. That's not fifteen. Thank you. Plus tax. I guarantee San Francisco is fifteen. I want to see it. Send me a picture. I'm sure I'll find you. I'll find. I'll find you. (laughs) Send me a picture. Okay. I have a few places in mind. I have heard theories, by the way, that bacon is a whole friggin' sham. That the wool has been pulled over our eyes. It's just wow. the, it's it's the worst part of the pork. That it's all the shavings. They add all this extra stuff, and they're like, "What can we do with it?" And they, you know, make it make Shaving. bacon I mean, is you, the thing. It's a <laughs> it's a pure cut of the what do you of the about? super fatty stuff. Yeah, it's yes. delicious. It's, it's all fat, but it's yes. also smoked and cured. Yeah, pork belly is amazing. Too. It's delicious. Yes. This was a drunken theory that I heard some guy. <laughs> At Broha, um, saying at Broha, you trust anything anyone says at Broha? Bacon, and it's like try to find a good history of it being like the premier food. And well, no one scraps. says the premier food; it's just Dude, really tasty. Well, By the no, way, I, I would disagree with that, Lane. I think like the safari movement, it is fucking totally blown up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, it people. has blown up. <laughs> but I think you're di- you're taking way too much. You're taking all the credit away from it and saying, "Well, I think bacon I is I, I think so is equal to safari." I mean, you like bacon? You're a kid too. It's like oh always been around and good it's just now it's lame because everyone like talks about it all the time has shirts to say mm, bacon on them mm-hmm. and shit right. but like that that's what i'm saying but that that's doesn't what mean I'm but you're i think you're discrediting it totally you're like yeah it's just scrap bullshit like no one likes it bacon's it's like, delicious <laughs> it's smoked first of all right? you don't have to tell me that it's delicious because that that is a fact <laughs> that is a fact but when people put it on a pedestal that's too high i think something's wrong with that yeah, and I don't know. And yeah, I just, no one likes something that's too popular. I'm just, I'm just throwing this out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people like kind of overvalue things, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just telling you without completely endorsing this because I don't know the history. I'm telling you that this was a drunken conspiracy that I heard that I thought sounded interesting. At Broha, <laughs> at Broha, um, even more credible. Yeah, yeah. So. Some I'll fucking be- parolee from fucking San Diego Valley. These are the type of people that know <laughs> shit. They research in freaking prison books, dude. <laughs> they have a lot. They have a lot of time. Right? Prison, prison books are different than regular books. They're <laughs> legit. They're <laughs> they have secret compartments. <laughs> I do. It's kind of like filet mignon. Do you remember filet mignon? Oh, that blew like, up. It was just like, oh my god. Well, and now you're like, oh, so it doesn't have fat. And it yeah. kind of doesn't taste yeah, exactly. that great. It's like, like kinda... I'm a ribeye guy. Love, I've always yeah. been a ribeye guy. But I people love are mignon. still. I've been tricked, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Lobster. I'm down with lobster. Like fine. Kinda. I'm a crab I'm guy. Down with they're both crabs. Fine. Amazing. I'm more on the crab end. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Crab. Crab trumps lobster. Good old snow Lobster's a bit like you know, it's a bit tough. Yeah. And but filet mignon is never my pick. Really? And it's the most expensive oh, it's cut. So nice. Yeah. For you know, per ounce, I'm pretty sure it is. Very. Yeah, I'll go ribeye or like New York or something. Uh huh. Good old okay. New York game. Eh? You know. Prime rib. Car talk. Good old car we, talk. We get into a lot of meal talk, don't we? Meals oh, and yeah. wheels. If you want to send, I eat uh, three Omaha. meals a day, dude. <laughs> if you want to send Omaha steaks to Dragon Ball Z, DM us. Some better team. At no, Dragon they make good. Do shit. they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be fine. I'm not done, Omaha. I call shenanigans on you eating breakfast. By the way, Lane. <laughs> oh, what's your breakfast consist of, Lane? Oh, just old good. leather you straps. Meals a day, dude. Old leather and Today buttons. Today I had a bagel oh. from the bagel, right? Oh, I did too. 
Shit. High five on that one. Dude. You must have just missed each other. What'd you go with? No, there's Which multiple bagels. bagels. Oh, oh. Sea oh, I just, I went with an everything with cream cheese. Pretty basic. That's basic. I always go basic. Oh. I go like everything or a raisin or an, or an onion. Raisin? Garlic, maybe. I love oh, raisin. Like salmon raisin? Oh. A lot of times I'll do a raisin That's and a another choice. one. And I'll like, I won't eat all of it, but I'll like choose because I like the sweet and I like. You're like the... a nine year old. That's like a nine year old choice. <laughs> all right. What do you go with some like fucking jalapeno with tomato herb? Yeah, you go with tomato herb bullshit. Wait, so what you're saying. Oh, like, you know what's you don't good? Have any toppings? Uh, it's not fresh jalapenos. No, no, the no, bagels, jalapeno bagels. The bagels jalapeno. Oh, the jalapeno. How about the honey herb. butter? Oh, that's good. fucking good. But I feel guilty about it. It's pretty good, dude. By the way, the Santa Cruz Bagelry is the best bagels by far in the world and ever. Yeah, with toppings and everything. And like, when they're fret in the morning, they're still warm and like doesn't compare to anything. No, everyone and they have a hard crust, but they're like anyone else puts on two little cream cheese or, or whatever yeah. your topping is. They these guys pack it on. Yep. Somebody in uh, New do. York is uh, about to kill us. Those are all soft and gross. Dude. Go for it. I've had New York bagels. They're like soft and like doughy, kind of. They don't compare. So this is more like a baguette where you got the little shell. Like it a, does like have a, crust, a shell. You've had it. You yeah. Had, yeah, yeah, totally. The, I'm saying this is. So there's like a it. place yeah. in Eureka that's really good. It's called Los Bagels. Except they cut the bagels the wrong way. And they do cut them the wrong way. Well, they they put it together, then they cut them and in they half. Cut it. But oh. it's a uh, straight up. They admitted that they copied the bagel. Really? Yeah, they worked at the bagel. That's and awesome. They went up there and they started it. That's Pretty awesome. And I listened to this. Uh, I listened to this podcast, All Fantasy Everything. I listened to that podcast. And they reference the one guy because there's like like comedy clubs up there and they're the one guy always talks about going to los bagels i know it's the best bagel oh, ever about that uh, going to a comedy club up there it's, it's, hard it's the college right in arcade is where usually where they're all oh, right i'm a salmon uh, lox type of guy. oh yeah if you but that's baller it, that's dude capers dude what's the one everyone gets with the onions the chives on it moxie all right, so Moxie. But dude, There's Lux Deluxe, that's like a $10 bagel. I'm down. It's good. Dude, $10 a bargain in San Francisco. I'm paying $15 for avocado on a toast. <laughs> must be nice. You should start <laughs> a bagel day. import export business. I know, right? Hey, short-term parking, right? That's right, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like Warren's favorite millionaire Warren parking spot. Warren hates it, dude. I love Warren. Warren gets triggered on a few little things. <laughs> that's one of them for sure. Yeah. You know why it is? Because you and I could I do that as well. I know. But we don't because we're trying to save money. Yeah. And Art's like, fuck it. No, yeah. because my time's like worth more. Billionaire toast, dude. He's, exactly. he's, All right. We're getting, we're, billionaire <laughs> toast. We're getting off. <laughs> on that. We're getting off there a little bit. I don't yeah, think people are following. People love it. Cars love it. Or was it that one? There's that one. I don't even know anymore. Cars sorry, love guys. it. People love us. Cars love us. Oh, jeez, I don't know. I don't remember. It's, it's it, we we have the meat yeah we have the meat uh, <laughs> Come on, I can't remember there's a little uh, local TV commercial Do you know that's a uh, Ving Rhames no yeah oh really he's the one narrating that we shit? have the meat doesn't it make sense whoa what the hell happened because I was wondering what the hell happened to him that's what he's doing these days huh well I mean for fucking uh, an hour or whatever of is he still time. acting he's not like doing that every time you hear the yeah no it's, it's live, like, live from the nineties <laughs> that's what he's doing now it's from the nineties well I mean that's all he's doing that's what it I'm saying. Like, one take is he working like is yeah, he yeah there's army commercials army commercials oh. Arby's. <laughs> Arby's, which it stands for roast beef. Yeah, so you know, Arby. Uh, they have donkey sauce. Oh, do they? Whatever it's called. Horsey sauce. Wing sluts. Um, Brian bought a new car. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah, right. He did. Are you ready for a half an hour story, Brian? Brian, do you feel like it's a little bit like 
it's so long ago now that the story is a little bit like dude, it's far. People are wait. People are looking for this like amazing story. Well, there's a couple different components here. Yeah. One is just that uh, there's a lot of hype around me buying cars. Oh, if I buy one, you know, it's just waiting for some ridiculous thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, <laughs> a little bit. But then also, it was several weeks ago. Now it feels like yeah. And so uh, yeah, I mean, a lot's happened since then. The whole rally, all this stuff. You know, um, not to mention, I think a third component too is it's just a regular ass car right like it's kind of yeah. just a normal yeah like but the story is yeah. pretty good because of what happened before you bought this yes. particular car the the circuitous route you took to acquire this car. yeah you took like the, yeah. you the opposite of a beeline you did not fly like a crow uh-huh. you flew like yeah. a fucking drunken idiot <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you went to another state I, for no I, good reason. I take a little offense to that, Lane. You went to another state for no good reason. <laughs> well, uh, wh- how do you what get are these to LA? barbs that you're throwing at well, me? Well, I was just, how do you get to LA? You go to Washington first. <laughs> no, so, how do you how do you get a good car? You try to find the best car you can. Uh-huh. That's how you go. So the first place you look is at a dealer with one-star reviews and uh, hashtag AccuraTL. <laughs> No, first G- off, Geo or something. Oh, Geo. Hashtag first Geo. off, show me a used car dealer with five star reviews. That's well, cool. Like, who goes to um, positively review I, uh, a used Auto car Kennel? dealer? Auto Kennel and Costa yeah. Mesa. Yep. So. <laughs> Paul. That, that probably is a five star review. The, yeah. The homie Paul. Yeah. The homie, the homie Paul. The, yeah. So, Brian, oh no, I just God. think, I think, like, I think, uh, you know, in hindsight, with more information, yes, car dealers suck. I do, however, Believe in a world where people will trade in uh, a, a, a car, you know, that's in good shape and it'll end up in an auction and it will end up in a dealer. Sure. I believe in that world. I think that does exist. It does. I think it's easy to just poo-poo all dealers out there. Just say that dealers are shady. A, a used car dealer, obviously, there are a lot of, you know, they're trying to flip cars. No, no, but they're also, not all bad cars. It's just like they're not necessarily all bad cars. No, they so, are. Like we would take in trade-ins all the time at Subaru, and then the used right? car dealerships would buy them, and they were great cars. So yeah. like that's not that's and not. And also, issue. it can hit a market where there's just not that many people looking yeah, for them. Yeah, or yeah. Like, I think the I think the thing is that I think all of us were a little concerned because you know also from experience you look at a lot of cars and a lot of the ones you look at suck so you took you made this huge commitment to fly along like fly somewhere to like basically purchase a car without looking at it i guess we should start with the beginning of the story before we get into the story but um absolutely i mean i took a risk i knew i knew that it was a risk but i'll tell you this so you know what i'm saying you like every day you hear about people looking at cars and we've all done it where they're like oh this car's immaculate this and that and you go look at it it's like well so what do you do you don't look at a car or what no i'm saying you you just don't even try yeah i mean unless it's something really special you don't go out of state or that far away and and spend that much money to look at a car okay well okay so let's so you think it was just unreasonable to look at that car far away because i think it's a very so here's the deal so i was i've obviously been like in the market for a while i'm gonna skip that whole piece of it where i was looking for a lot of e90s and all that stuff and i never found a good one one series um one series different options it was originally two car solution uh jumping into a house then we i'm trying to pare it down to a one car solution and so uh, it does change a little bit we were doing a little whittling down um so uh i come up so I somehow it had been under my nose the entire time, the obvious answer, but I realized that it's like uh, the 330 
uh, E46 is the basis of this uh, racing series, which is the next step after Spec E30. Benefits there being it's like a crazy amount of aftermarket knowledge and support. And when I say aftermarket, it's like it's just this whole other uh, group of enthusiasts that are uh, really testing these cars. And they've, there are parts that figured are well, it out. They've figured out a lot of stuff. And all the shops that I'm familiar with, they know these particular cars very well. And there's maybe weak spots, but. Uh, you get to see the fully tested version because there are examples out on track all day. So that, you know, I'm, I'm a weirdo. We're all weirdos in our own way. That sort of stuff appeals to me. It's like a super aggressive QA on this exact model. Um, also, by uh, jumping into this model, uh, it's like, you know, if... And, and I'm going to say this knowing that there's a very good likelihood that it's not going to happen. But if I drove it for a few years and things worked out in a positive way, I could turn it later into a race car. I just throw a cage in it, you know, do some suspension, whatever, uh, throw a cage in it eventually. That's a long shot, but I like having that little light at the end of the tunnel that it's a possibility. If I buy a, the same thing, but I buy a 325 instead, I don't really have that option. Or if I buy an E90, that's not really a series that's like going yet. I think that's probably going to be in the future, but there is no uh, groundswell for that series. So right. And ZHP uh, also, which is one option, but you, ZHP, you steered away from it. Exactly. So ZHP is a very interesting, if you're looking at daily driver that you could also make a fun car, um, you know, the E46 in general is a little old, but you know, I'm taking a risk on that just because it does have this racing series. ZHP is the step up. It's like the obvious enthusiast choice. It's not much more than I paid for mine to get into that world. Uh, there's a lot of differences between a regular 330. You know, it's like the suspension is different. The diff ratio is different. They've got like different interior options, different body kit, wheels, motor tune. Like it's actually a pretty significant change. Uh, yeah, although they did have six speeds in the regular 330s, depending on what year. The oh, steering rack is different too. Steering rack, yeah. like a significant amount of changes, and to the point where you know, I could, it it makes sense that that would be a collectible car at some point soon. Um, and so that that would be a thing, but you can't. Uh, a ZHP model isn't uh, good for. Uh, it's not legal in the spec E46. Again, kind of a small chance that's going to happen. But uh, the other point there is that you can get a good uh, standard E46 330. Um, for a lot less than you can get a good ZHP and then, you know, you have extra room for uh, maintenance and all that, you know, extra cash to throw at it. So anyways, it feels in hindsight that like a 330 was kind of an obvious choice, even though I'd, I, I had always said that it was kind of old. Um, and I still think that's true, although it's different when you if you have a nice one, I think. Um, so why, so I get in the, the reason why I went to Portland, uh, okay. So then the way, the way I do this search, so this is another opportunity here and this is strictly podcast related stuff. Like if I, I was just Brian on my own, not doing any podcasts on a regular basis, Hashtag Brian on my own. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't be thinking about these types of things, but, uh, I've preached, uh, the method of buying high and selling low. I've never actually done that. This was a chance for me to put my money where my mouth is. I, I actually I did the sell low part once with that Mercedes. Yeah. Where I just got rid of it like same night. I put it up for sale. And uh, so I had tested that piece of it. But I'd never done the thing where you pick a car that's like kind of reasonably within your price range and you just get the best you can afford, which is something that you've mentioned before. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so you overpay a little bit up front to get the nicest example. You get the good owner and it's just hopefully going to work out better because they've done all the maintenance that you're not even thinking about when you're like going down your list. Right. Um, and so this was my opportunity to do that. So what I do, I pull up BRZO looking for E46s, 330s, West, West Coast. West Coast. It's like whatever the 65 cities that it searches. Uh, and I just sort from top down and I just look like most expensive to least expensive. There's a ton for $3,500 that have a ton of shady stuff and high miles or some combination of the two mismatched fenders. Uh, you know, some in the $5,000 range that look pretty darn good. Uh, and then there were two that were uh, at the seven grand level. And um, so the, the one that was most interesting to me was this one in Portland, uh, sapphire black on black interior, six speed. Um, it had the heated front seats, sport package. So it had the sport seats, heated front seats and uh a fold down rear seat which is like a super rare thing something that when i was looking aggressively at the e90s that was like part of my search is i wanted that fold down rear seat which they only really had in 2006 um it's it's just hard to find and it Isn't feels that like frustrating it's... when you're looking for that and the pictures either <clears throat> the description doesn't say it and the pictures are hard to tell and so then you're like ah oh, i can't tell and then Dude, you don't know so i got to know the e90s really well like i can tell by the you cut look... of the seat to know if it is because right. it's not it's definitely not obvious yeah uh, and nobody does a picture from the trunk where it's very clear if it's right. a folding seat but then you can also pull up the um uh the vin uh, look up and you can see if that option is on there mm. and oh, so it's passed through rear loading or whatever which is different than just the ski pass through um but anyway so this car uh it was uh it had the full down rear seat it basically had everything it was black checked all the boxes it checked all the boxes and it was 130,000 miles and the pictures it looked killer it looked perfect yeah um and uh 130,000 miles was the lowest that was around that i uh, that i had seen available um and granted, uh, I was artificially compressing this time, the time for looking for this car, uh, because, uh, I just, you know, I wanted to have something for the route. Like I thought if I, I can buy a car whenever my e-golf lease is up in, uh, August or something. Uh, so I can wait, although I can't wait until August cause then I'm super in a pinch. But um, if I'm able to get it together now, then I can actually take it on the rally, have something to drive rather than passenger, um, and I have some time to sort it out before I have to turn in my lease. So there's some advantages there. So anyways, I'm, I'm just looking. I don't have to buy anything, which is a good position to be in, but there are two appealing cars. Uh, the other was this uh, silver car that was available in uh, Manhattan Beach. But the silver car, one, I had the silver M3, and I kind of told myself that I would never have a silver car again because it's just kind of like an in-between color that's <laughs> kind of like blah. Like, there's a ton of them. It's really generic. Um, black also isn't great either because it's Terrible. super hard to keep yeah. clean and all that, and I I would be the worst at that anyways. Yeah. But it is a badass-looking color. It, you know, it looks good on those cars. Um, so anyways, this one had it, uh, the silver one had, uh, 160,000 miles. So 30,000 more, it was silver and it didn't have the folding rear seat and it was the same price. And it's an older car. It's a 2002 instead of a 2004. Yeah, and, so and it, old it also now. had the five speed, uh, instead of the six speed and the 2004. So, um, 
I was actually going back and forth with these cars. I was looking at them at the same time and I was kind of thinking, but you know, at the same price, it's like this black one kind of has all the stuff and yes, sketchy dealer. But like I said a second ago and in Portland, so that's another... and in Portland, which I also told myself after buying the, uh, the Corvette that I would never, I would try not to, uh, do the out of state stuff just cause at the very minimum, it means it, it, you actually have to go to the DMV instead of going to AAA to register it, and that alone is just total pain in the ass. Um, mm-hmm. But so, uh, I just a quick note, yeah. Uh, some Please. DMV or some AAAs do uh, VIN verifications now. Oh, so really? you want to call around? Yeah, like yeah. I did mine. Um, yeah, the M Coupe because it was a Nevada car, mm. and before I sold it, I got all that squared away for. Oh, I thought you just didn't register your car. Yeah, so you, you got <laughs> yeah. to skip it. Sometimes I do. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's one thing to note. So some D, some AAAs yeah. will do VIN verifications. Right, good note. Yep. And allows me to breathe a little bit too. Yeah. Um and so you sent over an ad to us. Yeah. The morning I think the night before you were gonna fly out or something. And you're like, here it is. I'm I'm, I'm looking at plane tickets right now. I'm gonna go. And I was like I sent it to you guys before yeah, that. Yeah. And I was like, PPI question mark. You're like, Nope. I'm continuing my streak of no PPI. Yeah. Well, so I call these guys, so it's you know, I just get this fever, right? Like for when I got the Corvette, it was the Radwood fever where it was like, you know, I, I kind of just want to participate. I kind of want to just do it and go and make this happen. And it's like the timeline, it feels a little crazy or whatever, but then it's just like, all right, let's just try to make it work. Yeah. So this happens with this car and I'm like, you know, uh, several days out and it's like, I, I, would have a very limited, you know, the rally starts in a uh, near LA on Thursday, like Thursday night, basically. Uh, I would backing that up from, you know, if it were to work for this Portland car, you know, I got to d- get a day to drive down. So it's got to happen on two Monday or Tuesday. Uh, and I chat with the guy and it's like, they have, they go out on their buying spree or whatever on Tuesday. So they're out and it's like an appointment only dealership. And they just basically logistically couldn't do it last minute, uh, at first glance. Um, and I, I don't think that was by design that he was trying to be hard. I think I popped the question, you know, setting this up kind of late. Um, so anyways, it sounded like it just wasn't possible. And so I had to make a decision. Do I just pass on it and just skip the whole thing or do I just give it a shot? Uh, and based on the pictures, it seemed good. And I knew that I could go up there and it's, the flights aren't actually that expensive. I could walk away if it was bad when I saw it in person. So I was going to take a risk. I did, uh, rethink that actually after seeing a ton of comments on our, on our, on the Instagram post, helped me, uh, push me over the edge. And I, I kind of forced the issue, uh, and found, you know, it was one of their PPI guys or, you know, a shop they knew it was nearby. There weren't many shops nearby. Um, and so we got it in and I, I did have a PPI done. So you mentioned yes. that you asked about that. And so, so you I got did, that done. I did get that done. And so it's like the day I'm going to fly up there, I'm going to fly up there at like 6 PM on Tuesday night. You knew it like noon. I, at noon, I got the results of what it was. And, you know, so there was a period of like three hours where I was like kind of, you know, initially bummed and I can talk about each one of those things, no. but then it's like, uh, 
uh well the biggest one is there was a rip in the driver's seat that was actually pretty significant yeah so here's my question with that because i asked i never got the answer but i remember in the original pictures you sent right of the ad it had a picture from the passenger side of the car with the sports seat showing i did not see a rip i know did they photoshop it out the seat belt was going over it that's bullshit dude that's like jay lamb talked about with his sl when it was on yeah it's total it's total bullshit so it's all by design that they hid that from you and then also i mean we will talk about but you went up there obviously and the paint was fucking yeah yeah so i get i get the i get the report and it's like you know it looks uh, he does mention like a zip tie in the engine bay and that bums me out too because i'm like ah you know like it's the reason why so this this car is advertised at seven thousand. there are other cars that are good cars for 5500 it's advertised absolutely top of the market it's like, like yeah. for one of these it's cars a perfect 2004 it's the most expensive one by a decent amount yeah. you know and uh so it's like what i'm hoping for is in rose colored glasses i'm going up there because i think it's hard to find one with low miles that's perfect and that's what they have advertised and and so a zip tie in the engine compartment breaks that image i mean for me. how about the missing center console like lid like missing well, the list goes on a missing lid like, and a rear window that. that doesn't work yeah. and then a, yeah, so like the, is inoperable and then so the driver so rear, yeah so these are all these are a couple of things that i get in the report like uh the window regulators are bad and it's like well and so initially i'm like oh these are these are all just signs of bad ownership but then i kind of talk myself down like I definitely knew that window regulators were going to be bad. That's just a normal thing on not, these. Not on that price, though. Well, yeah. Not so, if you're buying it from a little old lady. You know, uh, if you're buying that car from the one owner that's in BMW CCA and all that stuff, right. he's going to have all that stuff, and he's going to also tell you what kind of oil he is. So after, after the PPI, I'm, you know, a less enthusiastic about it, but I, I already have the flights. You're committed. And I, I'm you committed. wanted, and you want a car I, on the I can rally. at least check it out because I'm already paying for those flights. So I fly up there, um, and uh, the guy picks me up from the airport. Super nice guy. It's like a family business sort of thing. He pulls up in like a rad uh, Land Cruiser that you know it's just one of the ones that they're selling. But they seem to just by the listings on their page, they're, they're like they at least uh, to some small extent they like cater to enthusiasts and they buy interesting cars. Um, and so uh, we get there. It's dark. It's like 9 p.m. or something like that, and uh, it's parked out front in the dark there's no lights and i walk up and immediately it looks dirty and i'm seeing this from like many steps away at night on a black car black car in the dark like no lights and i walk up and there's just like shit all over the top of the car uh, like all over the hood and then uh on the uh on the top of roof on the roof and then you know i look and it's on the rear deck lid even and i'm like i'm like you know it's kind of rubbing it and it's like is it just dirty you know yeah. maybe and it, you know like water spot type stuff but it's like no i, I can like feel it with i'm you know getting it with my fingernail it's like and it i'm like dude like, like you know, okay we, in well, like a rock storm like we, dude it looked so, I saw, so i'm like we, we got to pull it in the shop and see you know what this is i was like do you know do you know and he's like you know, he's looking at me saying that he doesn't, he never saw it. Uh, no mention of anything about the paint condition on the PPI, except that it seemed like a car consistent with age. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so we pull it in and it's like, sure enough, dude, it's like, 
the entire all the top surfaces looked like what i'm more familiar with is when front ends are sandblasted from trucks like yeah. cars with lots of highway miles they're falling sand trucks or whatever and or whatever cars that do our rallies you just get pock marks all over from debris and it was that but it was on all the top surfaces which is like i'm like I don't even understand how it happens. Like I, I don't have experience with hail damage and what that looks like. This be might dense, be that usually. more dense, dense right? Uh. This was just like, it's just like straight through pockmarks that went, you clear know, coat. through the clear coat. Yeah. And in some cases, well, they look like they were down to primer. In a it was lot like of down to primer. And I saw a lot of gray primer. Yeah. yeah. And it's it, like, it's literally the pictures that I have, or it's like looking at a starry sky. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like, it was like a shitty uh, automated car wash. They kept going through like one of those. No, because that, that would have been mostly on the sides too. Yeah. And this was like and that it was. That's it not was consistent on the, with what it would happen to the paint. Right. It was on the top of the fender flares too, so it was like all the top surfaces. <clears throat> and I'm like, dude, <laughs> what is this? Like, and and I'm I'm like, yeah, how was that? How was that? Like, I would love to have seen that. It doesn't even matter. Like, I I was like. I was angry at the situation. I was, you know, also I own it, you know, like it's a risk flying up there. I'm disappointed, but I'm not, I'm not surprised that I'm getting burned on this potential deal. And this guy's also taking like his evening to pick you up and bring you there and thinking he's going to get like a car I deal. Don't, I don't understand that situation. Like, why would they I, not I say, don't I don't like, why would they not? They know you're coming from far away, like all this stuff. Why would they not say, like when they talk to you, talk to them on the phone, I imagine. I talked to them on the phone. And they're not like, okay, so... Like you're like so what? I'm yeah. sure you asked. And like, I'm like asking like what should I know about this? Yeah, car? yeah. Like, and they're they they're not like oh it has some rock like rock chips on the roof and the hood. No, and, and then so here's the thing. He he did say some rock chips, and and he said he like took a photo of one, and and I was like dude you said. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what this is. Like, this is, you know, I didn't even notice this. And I was like, well, you told me rock chips, which I'm fine with a couple rock chips. I would expect that on a car this yeah, age. Yeah, of course. And, I, and, you know, in some, there was a photo, I think, that he gave me that showed a rock chip. Like on the, on front. the front bumper or something. And it's like, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is totally fucking different. Like, I call up Kevin at all. That's works. like damage as opposed to like consistent with age would be rock yeah. chips on the front bumper and the hood a Dude, little bit. Dude, it's a full repaint. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not only, you can't even just uh sand down the hood and the top and 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 re-clear it or whatever it was like it it was was the fenders it was was no it was was through the color it was an entire repaint and i was like i you know i didn't give a shit about like me getting mad about that guy really like i was just at a point where i was like you know this was a risk and this sucks that i put myself in this situation you know i had the best intentions but you know i'm just getting burned here it doesn't matter what he did you know i i, I own that risk it's it sucks and i'm being proven uh wrong about being positive on the potential for dealers to, yeah. to uh, but you know i don't think it's all dealers still uh but you know i was, I was up there i was like dude i wouldn't I, I you know i was trying to think of a way that i could make it you know make it just w- different ways to salvage this and one is you can just shoot him a super low ball offer but i was like even at the dude i don't even want this car for free like i just don't want to invest <laughs> any energy into this like yeah i i would like even at like parts car uh price of like a thousand dollars 1500 bucks i dude i just and part of it is that like I can't come down and show my friends this car. No, you're <laughs> mentally. I'm going to get totally yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I'm going to feel like a terrible person. <laughs> if I show up in a black car with fucking terrible. Although paint. it would have been pretty awesome if you had done that. Like, I mean, if I, if, if I would have bought it for like 900 bucks yeah. and drove it down, 
but the, the, it, it goes against the entire concept for me of buying this car. Like I was looking for the best car out there. Yep. This was, you know, advertised incorrectly and I got burned on that. It was not the best. And, and I, you know, so here's where uh, some positive stuff comes in. I was able to bail. <laughs> so like, yeah, did he give I you a learned, ride or how I did learned, that work? He gave me a ride to the nearest, uh, you know, I was, I was kind of scrambling. I was like looking up flights, uh, that home that night and, you know, or to LA just to like get in the general area of the rally. Um, and you know, there were actually, there were some at a reasonable price, but they were leaving like pretty quickly. And so I was like kind of scrambling to, and then I realized, Oh shit, this flight leaves pretty quickly, but it's a 14 hour flight because uh, it's got to stop uh, over somewhere else. Jesus, and, then I, and so then I, once I realized that it's like, okay, well I'm just, I'm definitely leaving in the morning. So he dropped me off at a nearby hotel. Um, and I just got an Uber, you know, I, I got a once you know as I'm there I like get a flight and it was 150 bucks to go down to LA um I'd imagine I imagine you had given them a deposit I did so they gave that back oh nice that's good which they that was like a whole thing that they did was like uh it's special like we're gonna give you the option once you see it to get the deposit back um, just because of you're going so, coming so far, but we don't normally do this. Yeah, they have to, dude. Yeah, it's like, they have yeah. to. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and so I, <clears throat> and it was it wasn't just that. I get up there and immediately, you know, I'm getting in the car, and uh, I I close the door and uh, I try to get out. <laughs> and I can't like with those cars you you pull the door handle once and it'll unlock it yeah. from the inside you pull it again and it'll pop the door open yep. it wouldn't unlock it wouldn't do that thing so I was basically stuck I had to press the button on the center console to unlock it before I could get out and then the shift around the shifter is so there's the boot that attaches to this little panel that was just not connected and I have a feeling that that's a super easy fix yeah so there's two things wrong with that one the previous owner blew it and didn't do that easy fix so they cared so little about this car that they didn't put this into the clips in the right more way more importantly Two, the dealer, the didn't, fix dealer it. didn't fix it and the dealer and, didn't fix the windows and like the ppi guy didn't tell me anything about and, and any you of said, this I, I saw on the thing one of the license plate lights was out like simple stuff like super that super simple stuff and that's stuff where like you, you, that's what you when do you as buy a, a car at an auction you recon it yeah by doing stuff like that the you replace stuff. the window regularly you right. replace the light you replace all those little things and you, and then maybe you charge top of the market exactly. for yeah and you might do a detail and have someone go and, and and if it's you know at the minimum you have them go and touch up that you know do some little fill and which and would not polish. have worked in this case but yeah exactly. but you know what i'm you, saying exactly like, even using saying, a freaking yeah. color fill wax to make it look right. better but like right right anything right or yeah. and this, this is just not done and i popped the trunk and there's uh all this wiring for a big amp Oh, God, which is that's like a super pet peeve of mine. Like, and it's not even that there somebody like to listen to a lot, oh, loud music. It's what, what, kind of, what, what type of owner yeah. does this? I don't want the kid who's just railing this thing. Yeah. And the, who else would do that? And it's like the on the uh, <laughs> on the PPI, he says the speakers are blown, and it's like okay, well, not a huge deal probably. But, but that's I get not there, a car that should be top of the market, I, I, right? Right. I get there and uh, I turn on the car and it's just a fucking constant hum from the speaker 
No matter, there's, you can turn the radio off and it's still humming. Bad ground. So that's Bad what I was going to say. Oh, so this, that's what Warren's told me later. Yeah, yeah. and that's My because... My concern is that. Is, I, I mean, yeah, there's you could stereotype a, a person, but it's just knowing that there's all this extra wiring yeah. in the system. Oh, okay. And, and who knows what who did it how and how it's done. It. So oh, here's, dude, I, I've dealt with shit like that where like all of a sudden I have no ignition and like I've had to like cut all that shit out and it's like... Yeah. It's a nightmare. That's so dude, bad. And that's exactly what I didn't want. Yeah. Exactly what I didn't want. And so silver lining here is... I am super lucky. I feel that that paint was so bad. Yeah, because you would have bought I, that car. There was a lot of momentum to make this happen. Get up there. You were and, kind of and, pigeonholed to buy it. Like you set yourself. Up. I mean, I wasn't, but I, 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 mean, I was. I, there was so much momentum where I would have, so, I would have soaked up a lot yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah. to to make make it work. You would have made a case to buy it. Yeah, and so little things like this amp and the funky speaker, which would have drove me completely nuts for the entire existence of the, you know, the whole rally, absolutely. But just trying to fix that would be a total pain. And this floppy stuff, and you know, the window regulars that didn't work, like the door I, lock. I, there's a good chance that I may have still gone if the if the paint was perfect and the interior was perfect. And yeah. also, the PPI revealed that it might have had the original cooling the cooling, cooling system. That was actually oh right, right. that's a good point which is, because that was like the big biggest worry of mine when I was flying up it was like the the PPI guy said that it appeared all the stuff the cooling system was working fine but it appeared to be original which for a car that old with 130,000 miles those BMW specifically like that just doesn't happen like that no. that's that's an impressive data point but a, a really scary thing yeah, for it's probably been replaced distance. once it had 10 to years ago it had to have been so but then you're right there needing it you're about to go fucking first of all you're gonna drive Nash and then it. you're gonna rally you're gonna drive a thousand miles to get yeah. home or to get to the rally and then another thousand on the rally yeah and so uh initially you know i i actually got I, I feel like i got a splitting headache like as soon as all this stuff is going down um and uh you know it's just like oh god you know i'm just thinking about the cut the money i spent on the ppi the money i spent to get up there now the money that i'm spending to get back down hotel a hotel and then after I kind of settle down and, and actually logically think about it, it's like, oh, well, okay. So I did take a chance on this. I flew up. That's a thing. I got a PPI. I was expecting to get a few PPIs anyways. On, uh, but, uh, you know, if I had bought the car, I would have got a hotel on the way home anyways, on the way down, back down. Paid for uh, gas. To and I would have paid for drive. gas. And my flight was $150 all the way to LA. Definitely, I would have spent more than that on gas. So really... Passing on this car actually probably saved me a little bit of money and a long ass drive and probably a lot of right money in the long rally. <laughs> and then, oh, well, not even to mention the whole everything with the car. So, uh, you know, I, I think in the end, uh, but to go on to what where you went. Why? Okay. Yeah. So, well, just finishing that yeah, off yeah, in yeah. the end, it was a risk. I'm glad I was able to walk away and, you know, whatever. Um, and I'm a little bit bummed on dealers. Uh, so in, so meanwhile, while I, so the guy's like, hey, uh, you know, take it around the block anyways, just whatever, you know, I feel terrible. Uh, and I just used that time to like get in the car and drive to the nearest hotel that there was one right down the street to see if they had any rooms available. And, uh, and, uh, I happened to get a text message from the dude in LA with the silver one. And this is, I had been corresponding with him like a week prior uh, hadn't talked to him, uh, since I decided to go with this other one. Uh, he randomly texts me right when I'm denying this other one. And I was like, dude, it's kind of a funny 
time, like maybe I can chat in a little bit about it. I ended up calling, you know, chatting with him on the phone when I got to the hotel later and we go through the whole thing. And, um, you know, he's, uh, this is a private party sale. He is a, uh, you know, he's an enthusiast. He collects Porsches. He knows Paul at auto kennel and like, which you didn't know at the time. I didn't know about that connection, but I knew he was like in the Porsche world or whatever down in Manhattan beach. Um, and so I'm, I'm like at that point, you know, I, he, he doesn't sound like he wants to budge on price at all. I had talked to the guys in Portland down like 750 bucks. And, uh, so, you know, it was a little bit of a sweeter deal flying up there. Uh, but meanwhile, the one in Manhattan beach, he didn't want to budge at all. Um, and so I, I kind of wanted to just not do a rebound thing and I didn't want to force myself into anything, but it sounded appealing, like the all the maintenance was done, and uh, I did need to be down near L.A. anyways. And so instead of flying to San Jose and jumping in for a ride with you guys, I just went all the way to L.A., arranged it so I could meet this guy. But then also I had a backup plan with Dusty Snowman and his wife. If it didn't work out, I could jump in with them and make it to the start of the rally. Um, so I was just covering my bases. So. I, I, I didn't know, you know, it was kind of a long shot. Uh, and I, and I, I still was not enthusiastic about the non-folding rear seat and the, the color. Um, but, uh, I mean, long story short, I, I flew down there, met with a guy short story long. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it, he was it, like, it's a the, good car. And he's like the exact owner you want to buy a car like that from. Right. I mean, he's on top of maintenance. He's an enthusiast. Well, yeah. So the story goes, um, you know, it's not the perfect uh, setup. Maybe not but, perfect, but I'm just saying. So like, here, here, well, here, here, the story on this car is uh, he bought it from his neighbor. His neighbor was the original owner. His neighbor moved out of Southern California and just had this car and basically like forced the uh, the guy I bought it from to buy it from him. Um, and it was a you know he, he it was a guy, a very successful guy, always threw uh, money at the maintenance on it, kept it up. Uh, uh, the, the guy I bought it from the second owner, um, uh, had only owned it for two years. Uh, the last year he had given it to his son, uh, to take to college and the car had sat on and off. He just never really used it. He was like Ubering instead of driving. Um, and so, uh, you know, he thought, okay, well you're not using it. Let's just, let's sell it and we can use that money for something else for college. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it sat on the street. It was, uh, his kid's car. Who knows what he did with it? Yeah. So that there's, there's that little piece. That's not absolutely perfect. And you know, this, the owner I'm buying it from only had it for two years, but he listed a ton of maintenance stuff and just that he was taken to the right type of people. And you know, the proof is in the pudding. It's like, I see what the car is and if it feels right, then let's, let's do something. And how about that shift knob? Yeah, and so they had upgraded it to a ZHP shift knob. Upgraded? I'd, did you hear that? I what? did. Oh, I noticed. Well, and I didn't know it was a ZHP shift knob at the time. He just said they put a new shift knob in it, and they have a new shift boot or whatever. But, but yeah. So I get in the car, and it's like, uh, you know, I find I'm finally there, and he's pointing out all these tiny little flaws around, and there <laughs> are like, scratches. You're like, oh, buddy, if you only knew. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told him we like commiserated because he yeah. had been burned on cars that he bought sight unseen. Uh, he had done it with Porsches before. And, you know, a lot of people have stories like that. Um, and so he kind of understood, but, uh, and I think he was taking even greater pains to point out, he was sending me pictures the whole time. Like, so, well, here's one point of, point of reference. So the, the day before he texted me, 
He had a kid come out to drive it. It was going to be his first car. Him and his dad came out. He stalled it, and the check engine light went on, mm-hmm. and they lowballed him, and he said no. Um, but the following day, he had his mechanic who comes to his own garage to do the work on his cars. That's so the guy the you want to buy from. And it comes to him. So yeah. comes to him, fixes the sensor that was bad. Uh, and then also just cause it feels like it's time does a brake fluid flush. Oh, and, cool. and meanwhile, he Rob is showing, sending me photos while I'm in the airport, you know, flying down, uh, showing me photos of the underside sh- saying it's like totally bone dry. And, and it's like, you know, these, he's doing all this work. He probably dropped like 600 bucks on it the day I was Rally going down prep. to pick it up. Yeah, yeah, it basically was. What Art had to do by himself. Yeah. And fail that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? It's kind of a pain in the ass, yeah. flushing brake fluid. And so that was definitely a positive. Um, and then, you know, in all honesty, it's like, so these are good indicators of ownership and everything, but the records that I got aren't great. Like, there aren't a ton of records, but the car feels tight. It, it seems like it's right. And so, and, and uh, you know, exterior wise it's very solid uh and then uh the interior is like mint somehow uh which is kind of one of the biggest things i was looking for um and uh you know since buying it it's super nice to just jump in a car like the the seats are just in great shape and everything's clean yeah the bolster wear is very common on those it's actually pretty pretty solid it's really nice there's one little spot but i mean yeah it's compared to for that mileage 160,000 miles going in and out like you'd expect i thought at least a tear or or usually the paint totally wears off it's a nice yeah maintained kept a nicely kept car i guess i should say yeah yeah, that's not perfect. And as soon as I got on the freeway, I noticed that the uh, the steering I mentioned maybe on the yeah, other podcast where it was podcast. like a little yeah. Um, and it turns out like I actually took it to a guy today to put it on a lift and see. And in fact, that that was an issue. So I'm going to replace that. Um, the alignment or or the tire? No, it was, no, it was the steering coupler. Oh, the, it was the, the Weibo thing you were talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the rivets, <laughs> it's like kind of hmm. it's starting to come loose. But it's not. You, you can't. I heard an extra clunk. Uh, it became more extreme when I, I heard a clunk in the parking lot, like as I'm coming mm. up to a stop and I was, you know, I could recreate it by like just in a parked, uh, w- while it stopped, uh, it just moved the steering wheel and I yeah. could recreate it. Uh, but under normal driving, it doesn't make a sound or anything, but mm. that, yeah, that, that, that's, uh, in the process of failing. Um, so yeah, so I was able to buy that. And then uh, take it on the rally. It was super fun. It doesn't handle exactly how I want, but it's like a super good baseline. Um, and you can see how with a few modifications, it could be a, a great car for back roads. And for I'm, sure. I, 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 we mobbed like during the whole rally, you know, like it was definitely like keeping up with it fa- much faster cars and uh, it was fun to drive. Yeah, and, you know, it just having a naturally aspirated straight six with a five speed manual rear drive and a chassis that's like somewhat capable. I mean, it's just it, it's I realized on the rally that it was like I, you know, the last time I had owned a manual transmission car, really, because I can't count the Corvette because that was like every time I drove the Corvette, it was like a whole nother survival event <laughs> where I wasn't even having like fun driving manual. It was my E36 M3, which that was a long ass time ago. Which is a great car. It was a great car. A pretty similar car, really. I mean, yeah, very similar. Yeah, especially Range Rally One. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I ended up posting on our Instagram page when I stopped at the top of, uh, one of the, one of the grades and, um, you know, in the, basically the same exact spot. And I, I didn't realize until comparing the pictures, but the E36 M3, the, my coupe, and then this, uh, E46 330 sedan are both in silver and both have like the wheels, the M con, wait, what is it? uh what i forget what the e36 wheels are called style the style oh. 24s or something yeah yeah the motorsport wheel yeah and then the the sport wheel on the e46 are actually kind of the m parallels no they're not m parallels no. but i don't know what style 68s uh they look kind of similar and so it's yeah it's actually it's definitely more a, similar uh, than i was thinking it's like you could tell it's an evolution of that wheel. totally yeah. yeah and um and just in general the whole package uh although i will say you know i, I did drive that same road with both cars and the 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 E36 M3 was no question more fun to drive up that road. Um, but that's exactly what I would expect. Uh, that the, the, the 330 is just a little more soft and th- yeah. it doesn't feel as planted in turns. Um, well, especially right now, right? Who knows? Oh, you did say that there's like the replacement Bilstein the Bilstein B6s yeah. or but whatever. I've, everyone that I've known that has driven an E46, uh, the spec car, what is it? The, what is the specs? Is it a spec E46? Spec E46. Yeah. Like they always say they're a blast to drive because you can actually make that chassis like, you know, very, very capable right. and they're not super over i mean they're right. kind of underpowered so right. it's like it's a, a bigger, slow car fast it's a slow yeah. car it's like yeah. a very capable miata yeah. you know with a bigger yeah. with a wider footprint with a lot more grip and yeah um yeah and, and then you know at the top of the rev range like the motor feels great and so it's like something you can play with and, yeah uh yeah i have to say though like i mean I, I know the paint was a huge ordeal but i do like these cars in darker colors i mean i know you wanted the silver and i don't, well, need to, I don't really beat what, you up on it but what i really but, wanted was like a, a blue that would be cool. uh with a black interior that would be nice. i think the blues yeah. in, in it's, i think there were a couple different blues avis really blue nice is looking. the one that yeah i remember yeah. seeing those a lot in like a darker yeah. metallic blue yeah yeah but in in hindsight you know when, and when I got to see the car, it's like, t- do I really care about the color that much? Not really. Yeah. And silver hides a lot of stuff, which is good for me. You can always wrap Fuck it. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can always oh, wrap yeah. it. <laughs> so, yeah. And and do, do I really need the folding rear seat? No. No. It doesn't really matter. No, you don't. It is yeah. definitely a bonus, but it's not essential yet. It's like right. it's not changing your life and, or anything. I mean, I could have I could have found that. I could have waited, um, but I thought it was what I really cared about was you know I I place more value in being able to make the rally and and uh, have something also that I I have a little bit of time to uh, you know sort out just a little bit. So what's your plans uh, for the e golf? Get rid of it ASAP or? Yeah. So actually, it turns out my sister uh, their truck blew up oh. and. Um, uh, they were considering a few different things. I threw it out there that I was turning that in. So if they wanted to buy it, uh, instead that they could. And so they, they might, they might go ahead with that. But otherwise, um, I, you know, if they don't take it, then what, I don't know, whatever, but you know, I could even keep it for a little while till the end of the lease. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, just switch off driving that or Christina could drive it. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely not buying that car at the end of the lease. Mm-hmm. The whole plan here is that this is my one car solution, which I'm going to try. I've always preached against it, but I'm going to try it here. Um, and, uh, so get rid of the e-golf, get rid of the Skylark, um, and just, uh, you know, try to have fun with this one. 
Cool. I think it's a really good option. I mean, especially once you do a little suspension work and all that and get it yeah. dialed. I mean, you can still make it like so it's not bone jarring, you know, so it's fairly compliant yeah. and handles well. Like the thing with yeah. really good stiff suspension in quotation marks is that it's tuned correctly. So it dampens well, you know, so it's not like crashy right. or jarring. So right. it could still be nice in, on yeah. a lot of these roads. I mean, you know, the ride height is one issue and all that. But um, but yeah, that that's going to be cool. I think it's interesting. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd definitely like to <clears throat> I'd like to put uh, some really good components on it. Uh, but then, you know, keep spring rates at a reasonable level and yeah. um, just basically tune it for a little extra fun on the back roads. But, no, you know, I mean, tuning it for our back roads would be great because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you have to design in ground clearance and, uh, you know, there's a lot of bumps on these roads. And um, that, that would be my goal if I could get there. I, I know Ali's car, I drove his E46 M3 and that was just like too gnarly. Um, yeah, and so yeah. that's a good data point. Like, don't go that gnarly, uh, mm. take it back. But, uh, it would be great to throw good quality, uh, uh, struts on there and everything and see about, um, just be, I would love to be able to splurge there, you know, sell the Skylark, be able to splurge a little bit on like high quality suspension and just see what that feels like. Well, it sounds like it already has good struts. You would just need a little stiffer springs, right? Or maybe Dude, honestly, bars. they're pretty good. They're pretty good as is. I really, it's Sways almost like tires. It's almost like sway bars, tires. Uh, I'd like to go to square setup, um, and then maybe camber plates, so I can get and and whatever adjustable bits they do in the rear for these. Yeah. Um, to so be able to like alignment. actually yeah. dial it all in, yeah. where you know stock beamers uh, are pretty fixed, but uh, you get the components that let you do the adjustments to make it a good back road car. And so, yeah, that's, that's kind of an angle, but then leaving the interior totally stock, leaving the exterior totally stock. Um, and actually what I'd been looking at to get a square set up and get good tires, I was looking at aftermarket wheels and like what they run for spec E46, you know, like the team dynamics are super popular, but, um, right now the stock is staggered eight and a half in the rear, uh, and seven and a half wide in the front. Um, and I actually already have a second uh, set of rears so I can do eight and a half square all the way. Oh, around. where'd you get those? My buddy at BTM. Oh, sick. Uh, oh sweet. yeah. So he just happened to have them. I, I've been looking Are the offsets, right? For the front when you put, the uh, no, I think I have to put wheel spacers on for the front. Gotcha. Um, and you're definitely going to go with that for now then. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I, I, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I so. mean that there's some stuff on the pipeline with 1552 that is in that wheelhouse. Yeah. That spoky team dynamics -y kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That could I mean and we could I actually reached out to one of our friends there and yeah, oh, and I was kind of looking more at the Specky 46 range which is the uh, uh 17 by 9s and they don't go that wide at the moment, mm -hmm. but uh you know, I'm I'm not totally married to anything, but I you know, it is you know, I I couldn't pass up the the extra set of rears cuz No, those are cool wheels too. Those I, four I like them. Like they're actually, you know, they're, yeah, they're, they're on par with weight on the other on the other wheels. They're kind of like deep dish and stuff. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, they look good, especially good if you do square. And then if yeah, with like the right stance with some camber, I think it looks pretty. It's an aggressive kind of looking design. Yeah, and get two forty fives on all around, and yeah. try to get a full size uh, eight and a half inch spare for the back too, or to, to have for the rallies. Yeah. So, so that's the idea. But I'm, I too, I'm, I like it a lot. I'm. It's a cool, it's a good car. I mean, I, 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 I hate to bring up the paint again, but I feel like we haven't really like 
explain like it's it literally is i just pulled it up right now while you were yeah. talking earlier yeah it literally looks like the entire top of the car was sandblasted like that's what it looks yeah. like, I, like and rocks it's how the sand fuck, how, how does that hell did it happen because it doesn't seem like hail it's not it looks no, like hail hail doesn't it's do so that. weird It'll yeah. dent rather than chip it won't like maybe maybe it was something i was eating that, away yeah. at the paint yeah. it's like it was in a yeah. sandstorm dude but it, it seems more harder. like it was like a like getting hit with something Maybe hard went, rather than like a chemical thing. Maybe they drove up like a dirt road every day. <clears throat> yeah, but it wouldn't be on the it roof. It wouldn't be on the top. Yeah, it would if it was oh. blasting over it. Dude, no. but it would be like on the... It would be all over the it front, It wouldn't be too. on the trunk. It was on the trunk. Lid. Yeah. That was really weird. Yeah, like I don't get it. I don't get it either. One I don't, don't understand. Incident. Dude, but it, like... And these are the sort of things that are very hard to take pictures of. Yeah. But I sent these pictures and it's so obvious. Yeah, it's really oh, obvious. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot yeah, believe like that they didn't mention it in the PPI. No, it's stupid. Or the guy didn't bring it up. Like, he knows right? you're flying up there and you're going to see it, dude. It's like, I don't understand. Like, if I was that stuff. guy, I would be trying to talk you out of buying it. Oh, yeah. the PPI guy? To, no, no, no. The dealership, like, being like, hey. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't I, come all the way up here. I would be. I would show you everything. Yeah, exactly. Right. Rather than trying and to be and, like, oh, the seatbelt's over the rip. And uh, yeah. he was funny because he's like, yeah, well, you know, we actually ship a lot of cars. We sell a lot of cars sight unseen, you know, that we, we ship them out. And yeah. we never have any problems. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. That's and, uh, why they have one-star reviews all over the place. Yeah. But if you right. read the one-star reviews, they're like, this dude didn't communicate with me well. Oh, really? Okay. And the guy was actually communicating super well. That was one thing that, you know, like response times and that sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah. being uh, flexible, you know, to make a situation happen. Like, I thought they were actually went above and beyond for that. Yeah, they picked you up and so and, that's cool. And that, like, literally, I read the Yelp reviews. There aren't many. Mm. Uh, and th that's what it was about was communication. Mm. And so, you know, that's not the issue I had. But uh, complete misrepresentation of the quality of the car was not good. Yeah. I don't know if it's like, I mean, it's hard to know, right? Like if it's this guy's not trustworthy or if like they barely even look at the cars, right? It could like, be that too. Like they just like wash them and throw them on a lot and they just flip them at such a quick rate that they put, sure. it, it works overall, right? Like it's right. in general. And then right. occasionally they have these situations. I mean, but they like, very so, well could have sold us to somebody who didn't notice that. I was yeah. just going to say mean, it's like still a for sale. year old kid comes it's along still for sale. and that is the nicest car they've ever seen. Yeah. The, the level of this right. is a nice car right. is relative to the right. buyer. So. Yeah. And, you know, you might not care about that stuff and you would just leave it and then you don't have to worry about the, the it, cost it of the repaint is going to go more than the yeah, value of the yeah. car. Regardless, that's stuff that would be point, should be pointed out. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, yeah. So, you know. I mean, that's one reason to buy, like... It, it is one of the it was the selling points like when i worked at subaru when we'd sell because you know used cars were like a lot you'd make a lot on used cars and that was mm -hmm. a big part of the business that are at a new car dealership is selling used cars and you would like cars would be at a premium at a car dealership like a real car dealership you know like subaru selling a used car is way more expensive than like a prick. Yeah. Usually more expensive than a private party or the little dealership on the corner. Because they go through And that it, is right? because literally they... They're go, on the hook for stuff. They are on the hook. It's and, like a real company. And they full recon the cars. Like, right. the, you know, every car that comes in, like it could look pretty nice. They get... They'll bring it to... They'll send it to a body shop, get 
Like if it has scuffs on the bumpers, they get the bumpers repainted, you know, that's, all that's that a, stuff. That's they have a dent pro guy come out. They change the oil. They fix anything. If the brakes are below a certain level, they put new brakes on it. They put tires on it. If it, the tires are below the, right. the level right. that is legal to sell a car uh, for a dealership to sell a car. But see, that's you know, a dealership that cares about Yelp reviews. No, I know. And, and it's a real to, and it's a real car dealership. They have to have to. a good reputation, yeah. right? Yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah. So, yeah, for the benefit of the podcast, you know, we can all learn from my lesson there. But, I mean, going back to the very beginning of this conversation, like, Lane, when you're saying that it was crazy to go up there for that, like... I argue differently. Like, you know, I think that, yes, it was a risk. Uh, and I guess, yes, it could be considered a little crazy to be buying cars in different areas like this. But, um, you know, I, I don't think it, I don't think it's, uh, uh, you know, I think that there's only so many cars that are at the top of the market, uh, you know, that could be considered, could be thought, expected to be super clean. And um, I don't think it's totally crazy to go. Well, I think I didn't say crazy, but I did say that I would not go look at that car. Like if I'm looking at that car, top of the market, and it's that far away, it has to be super rare, like a ZHP, you know, the color, the exact color I want, it has to be from a BMW CCA guy. You know, it has to be that one owner car where the guy has every record written on a fucking napkin in the glove box, you know, every single thing. Like it has to be a very particular car that I'm looking after, or it has to be a very rare car. For example, like if like, I don't know if I'm looking, if all I want is a Casablanca white S4 and I know there's only 12 in existence and there's one in Oregon, I guess I'm going to go look at that. That's what that was because it had all those options that I described. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the timing was a thing too. Like I, uh, but I also, I've seen enough cars to know that I can't trust what anyone says. So it's very hard. You have to have like perf like real evidence of like mechanical condition and and uh, yeah. everything before I would commit to doing that. It's almost. I like, mean, I learned yeah. that lesson as a kid. Like I, I made that mistake. You know, like I bought a BMW E36 from a used car dealership, and it was pretty fucked. It was like the cheapest one on the market, so it was the opposite because it was literally like the cheapest E36 on the market. It was like all that I could afford, but I go there and the transmission was like popping out of second gear. Yeah. And I was fully committed, dude. I was like, I need to be a school the next day. I had been driven down there. I didn't have a car. Same thing. Yeah. One way ticket. And I had a check from the, uh, car loan for the car for that. And I had already bought this car sight unseen on eBay. So it was a way bigger thing. You can't like getting out of that. Right. right. And being a 19 year old being like, or 20 year old. And I'm like, uh, I was like 20, two or whatever yeah. and i immediately realized there was issues but it was like too too far in mm-hmm. yeah i think just in general like as advice right like for something like this in the most ideal scenario you have someone locally that you, you could reach out to to actually get that you trust obviously. well you right. would also right. bring it like that you would also have more time and, and, and have it ppi would way before but not that, that from, <laughs> the, from that no from that ppi you would see the rip seats you would see all and you'd say oh this car's neglected like i, I don't want to go i'm one, not gonna go buy it to one note now with technology is uh, people facetime uh, a car so you'll have the dealer walk around with the mm. phone and you can ask them, okay, hey, open that, yeah. do this, check mm. that, open the glove box, you know. Or just send you videos too. Well, videos too, but yeah. you can actually literally actually watch. Interact. You send me videos, like but I, I didn't really see what, I don't know. It'd be, I, it, 
it's hard for me to picture what that would actually tell me. Well, it gives you a lot like more going over the hood and stuff. And yeah, like, and it gives you real life, like yeah. not a picture that could be doctored and stuff. It gives you all the angles, and you're like, oh, you know, if they're walking by a car, you can see dents and all totally. that stuff. Or as you're describing the the rip in the interior, yeah. or yeah, move exactly. the belt out of the way, like what's yep. the, with the console? What's yep. why is the fucking boot not yeah. buttoned? Yeah, in? not yeah. taking a perfect picture of the interior and like being like, oh, you can't see that this is broken here and the belt's over it and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean it's a tricky one. I wouldn't have thought of that, but it definitely makes sense. Yeah, I didn't really think about what, but yeah, I mean it would have been. I would have seen in a FaceTime if he would have sat down in the car. I would have been able to see that the shift boot was up. And right. It's like, well, what's what the, the deal with that? that? Yeah. Little stuff. I mean, that's just one of those things that. If and then if he can't get out of the door, it's like well, the dude, amp wait, and the, all the amp wiring. And so <laughs> the amp, the, the amp wiring, like that was conveniently left out of the photo. Well, like I mean, when you pop the trunk, it's like super obvious. So there you go. If you're FaceTiming another, and they open the trunk. And yeah, it's like, like you oh, can't avoid that. that. Right. Yeah, and so I think yeah, there's a few things that I probably would have caught that yeah. in that video. Just more, you know. Actually, well, I wasn't just power. I wasn't even thinking about FaceTime. He was gonna send me videos that he took, and I yeah. I just thought that that wasn't gonna have. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. But, um, I did make the rally and I, I ended up stoked. I think uh, you, it all worked out. Yeah. No issues. I think you did better than, um, your average. And so we'll, you're batting above your average for this car purchase. Does <laughs> uh, that yeah. make sense? Oh, I see what you're saying. This yeah. Is I'm trying, one, yeah. I'm trying new things. You did well. I'm trying new things. It, it was a secure, circuitous route, but you made it. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for the future. Yeah, I'm excited for trivia. Me too. Any other <laughs> updates? Any project other project car updates? Yeah, I did some stuff use... to the van. I fixed the E30 right, yeah. and painted some stuff and fixed the van oil leak. That was kind of an adventure, but uh, yeah, maybe next time we'll talk about it. Not a lot of time left. Are you guys um, driving that thing much? Van? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to Big Sur. Uh, speaking of which, I won't be here next week, so you guys need to find a guest or <laughs> it'll be three of you. Yeah. We're going to Big Sur for uh, Andrew's spring break. Nice. Doing a little camping trip. Dang, you're gonna flash people spring break, the whole thing, or what? <laughs> yeah, dude, flashing titties. <laughs> that's pretty much every road trip for Warren. Oh, that's, okay, that's not uh, any yeah. Vanagon trip. Gotcha. Yeah. Titties are out. Reaction. <laughs> yeah, and we're going Angle, down to uh, Kirk Creek. Nice. So if uh, Croc GT is listening, come by Kirk Creek uh, next week and bring some croissants. Oh yeah, that's the one on the on the water yeah. side. Yeah, right so hard to get a site there. Yeah, dude, the weekends are booked for like a year. We only Surprise you got spring break Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I know, but I booked it like six months ago. Hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's a cool view there. Yeah. Anyhow, so Vanningen's working well. E30 is all back together. Things are good. Nice. Things are good, eh? The oil is so fucked up on E30. The rally just I just beat the shit out of that oil. So oh, the oil needs a motor. Oh yeah, yeah. We, th- we need a someday again. Yeah. I need some motor too. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, we all need. Okay. I put a lot. Of, I, I've got a weird mix of oils in my car right oh, now. God. I'm just, I got a yeah. little mix. <laughs> I'm glad Brad that, uh, Pitt and Motel. I need some of that right there. Some of that uh, RBF 600 so I can bleed those bubbles out of the damn system. There you go. Damn I activated system. the hell out of ABS on the way down here on purpose because it was damp. I'm like, all right, let's try to get these bubbles out of the system. <laughs> activate the hell out of that. Surprised you haven't done it yet. I know. Well, because it's right there. I need to take that fluid back. All right, Lane. Do the honors. I know that was your fluid. I thought it was our fluid. Yeah. It is our fluid. Exactly. Hmm. No, like our likes together. Warren, mine communal. No, Warren. Warren will get some more when he gets his other oil. How about me? Uh, there's plenty for you there. Yeah. <laughs> We're fighting over the.
Trivia time. Trivia time. It's trivia time. Okay. BRZO recently updated their app, which is quite nice. Fixed a few bugs. Appreciate you, Phil. Um, but that got me thinking. I had a search going that all of a sudden, every time I looked at it, no results. Hmm. Kept wondering what the hell's going on. I would change the the areas it searched. I would change the years. The pri- No cars would come up for this search term. A few weeks ago or a month ago, it would work, no problem. Get 10, 15 results. I realized it was because the search term was a banned word on Craigslist now. What? what? Any ideas of oh, what that vehicle dang, might dude. be? Something that you would want... Dude, banned word on If it was in England, it would be knob because that means penis. I definitely <laughs> but, um, did not know that they banned words on Craigslist. I know. Well, I found out the hard way, Brian. So is it a car or is it a part? Car. Car. What the fudge? It wasn't fudge. A car name that is also a banned word on Craigslist. Man, it's a car you would look for. Yes. Dude, I am totally stumped. I think I can yeah. think about this for five minutes and still not. <laughs> oh, come five up with minutes? A good that's answer. like that, that's crazy. He only said five minutes. <laughs> I love it. That's a long ass time to sit is, with radio silence. That is too long for a podcast. We'd have to edit that silence out. We usually have to answer within thirty seconds or less. I mean, I, I could probably sit all day and I wouldn't, I wouldn't think of this. So. <laughs> so I'm willing to give hints. Yeah, please give us a hint. I mean, ask me is a question. It an animal name? <laughs> is it a country of origin? Country of origin, uh, U.S. of A. Can't be Bronco. <laughs> Why would they cancel Bronco? <laughs> I don't know. Um, hmm. What are you looking for? You're looking for know, Festivas. USA car. It's a Cadillac Brougham or something. <laughs> oh, what would be the problem with that? I don't know. They just don't like those. Oh, cars. is it a bad ombre? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Isuzu ombre. It's the um. Oh. Oh, okay. So this is the the Chevy prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) You're very, very close. What? Chevy Citation. (laughs) Chevy SS. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. No No paraphernalia. Yeah, right. No, that's not a. That could be, though. That is a good one. But it's not a. I could see that being it, but I'm not looking for SS's. Paul SS, I wouldn't mind. But... Uh, what type of vehicle? Like, and so this is this hat- hatchback. The search term that you're using mm-hmm. is oh, it's wait, an escort. US. Oh, yeah. dang! And they just totally ban it for so cars. Even? All I had was escort nationwide. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd have to do Ford Escort. Ford Escort. Clean, clean Escort. Ford Escort works. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Escort for a certain price range. Nope. Nope. You just got to bump that price range up higher. No, though, I try to. It, you have go to go way low. Then you go way to, low. Yeah. <laughs> what if you search in Las Vegas? You have to put Ford Escort. That's Ford what the fudge, Escort. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Chevy Prostitute. Yeah, I was close, dude. <laughs> dude good job. You I went. I, I was trying to think close. of names of cars with model names with P that start with P. That was, that was way off. <laughs> Samsonite. <laughs> you were way off. Yeah, dude. Good job, Lane. That is hilarious. Isn't that weird? So I, yes. I kept searching, going, no one's selling escorts. What's going on? <laughs> so what did you Where's all the escort GTs? How did exactly. you find out? I, no, then I thought about yeah. it for a second. I'm like, wait a minute, this is fucked up. So then I wrote Ford Escort in my search term, and it worked. And so and then did you 
did you find further validation that they are banning words? Well, obviously they're blocking that I as a search guess. term. Yes, I don't know, dude. What do you no, mean you don't totally. know? It would have like it, it should it's pull. It's 100%. Up. Yeah. That's what happened, but they weren't originally. But that was my look, search term. Yeah. And they it worked and then at some point recently they they blocked it. That's crazy. I know. So huh. note to self if you're uh selling a Ford Escort, you have to put Ford Escort in the title. Yeah, dude. No one will find it. If you don't put a Ford in front of it, Jeez, it's my way of time to buy a Ford Escort. Yeah, no one knows. Hidden so, ads. Yeah. Oh, this is the, it's always the time to buy a Ford Escort. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's podcast. See you next right. time. Bye. 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 So this is, is the, the Chevy prostitute. <laughs> <laughs>